0: going everyone this is uh (coughs) when a nerd starts over and it's late and um that's probably why I'm talking real low right now um but like I've said in the past you know, when you have feelings and you have things that you want to talk about, you can't just, like, <coughs> sleep on it, you know, I think you just, you just let it out, and so, I just want to talk about a couple things tonight, well, the summer is over, and my daughter is going to fourth grade, and, um, she was in the kitchen earlier this today, and she was talking to one of her friends, and they talked about love. And I was in the other room, and I could overhear them talking about it, and I just kind of ear-hustled. I kind of listened, um, trying to make it seem like I wasn't paying attention. And my daughter said that she was in love when she was in first grade. You know, she's going to fourth grade. And she was talking about love in first grade. And I know that, you know, from a previous podcast, um, there was something that was said that, you know, love is different at every age. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not here to judge and say, you know, that it probably wasn't love, but it was, you know, it was cute, you know, to hear that, it was cute to hear that, but I know that is going to change probably this year, and with every summer that passes by, and every first day of school that I drop her off, and see how much she's grown, how much taller she is now, um... It really hits me hard that she's growing, you know? I mean, there's this song that I always reminds me of Lainey, um, my daughter. It's a song by Taylor Swift, and if you know me, I'm a big, like, Swifty. I love Taylor Swift. I'm not even afraid to say it, but... (coughs) She has a song called Never Grow Up, and whenever I listen to it, it still brings like tears to my eyes, and it's basically about a girl who's just a rush, in a rush to grow up and experience life and get out there And until she gets to where she wants to be, in a lonely city, going to college, and then she wishes that she never grew up. And I look at my relationship and my daughter now and, you know, I always question, you know, how important I am to her. You know, I, I'm i all about, like, words of affirmation and I, I need to hear that people are okay with me and they agree with what I do or they're happy with me. That's just the type of person I am, because I, I never received that type of affirmation from my own parents. <clears throat> I didn't have a mother or a father who told me they were proud of me. That just never happened. So I've always been, I've always gotten my way to be the opposite and always praise everything that my daughter does. Um, so I always tell her how awesome I think she is and how proud I am of her, and I always wonder if whatever I say to her sticks, if whatever I am into, because I consider myself a real big nerd, okay, like I, I love nerdy things, and part of my second job is to go to conventions and learn nerdy things like Legos and anime and comics and video games. And that's what I do. And this summer was probably the first summer that I got to take her along with all the conventions that I go to. Because again, like I haven't been divorced for that long. And this is all still pretty new to me, like these conventions going to it, you know, for the, for my other podcast. And um you know, you don't know, you never know what you can bond with when it comes to your kids. What two things you can share together, you know. And I've always been paranoid about that because, you know, when she was very, very, very young, when she was a newborn, I really thought she hated me. Every time I tried to carry her when she was a newborn, she would cry, like cry, cry, cry. And I used to think, gosh, this kid hates me, man. And it killed me inside. Like, my daughter doesn't even want me to hold her, you know. I guess that always stuck with me, like, what if I never bond with her? What if I'm not close to her, you know? What if I don't have a good relationship with her? I remember there was a time when it was the first time that I'd ever have to, like, babysit her or take care of her by myself. And she was probably, I don't know, a few months old or maybe eight months old or something like that. And I was scared to death. I was like, I, I, I've I, never had to spend this much time by myself with her. I mean, she was always, always crying all the time when I held her. And that was when her mom was like feet away. Imagine me having eight hours with her, you know, without her mom in sight. She's going to freak the hell out for eight hours straight, and her mom was like, you're going to be fine, you're going to be fine, you know, she's probably going to sleep the whole time, the second that she closed the door to leave for work, my daughter woke up, and she was instantly crying, and I was like, I have no clue how to do this, how do I calm down this baby, you know, you know, if I hug her, hold her, she cries. What do I do? And she just cried and cried. It's like she's, you know, it's like babies, they can smell fear, man. That's what I felt. (coughs) Like, my daughter was, like, smart enough and, like, had the ninja skills to, like, basically smell fear. she cried, and I carried her, and I kind of, like, you know, bounced, you know, to kind of, like, you know, kind of maybe make it a fun like ride while I'm like you know carrying her and it didn't help and I thought you know maybe if I put her in the car we drove around for a while it'll calm her down because that's worked in the past and I put her in the car I was still wearing my pajamas and I was getting frustrated because I'm like I, like wow, I don't even know how to to soothe my own, like, child, my own, like, baby, I, I don't even know how to calm her down, I felt so hopeless, and so helpless, and I her driving and driving, and she's still crying in the car, and I, I, I was, I started crying with her, you know, and I'm like, baby, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know how to, I don't know how to calm you down, baby. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. Your dad's clueless. I just felt so, so sad. I remember driving, then I started, kept driving around and I thought of an idea. Like, I'm gonna drive to her grandmother's work. Her grandmother was great with her, which was my, my ex wife's mother. She didn't work too far away at the time, and so I showed up at her door with a crying baby in my arms. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I'm showing up at this lady's workplace, but she, she might think I'm crazy, you know? She opens up the door, and she sees, like, her son-in-law crying in tears wearing Spongebob pajamas. And she's like, what are you doing here? And like, in tears, like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to to comfort her. She's just crying and crying and crying. She won't drink milk. She won't sleep. She just has been crying for hours. I don't know what to do. And she takes the baby away from me and just starts holding her, and the baby just stops crying, and I thought, oh my gosh, it's me, it literally is me, she just can't stand to be with me, and I think that situation there has always, like, been in the back of my mind, whenever I've thought of, like, you know, my relationship with my daughter, like, what if that would happen, especially with what has happened with the divorce, and, her having to spend time, you know, during the week with two different parents at different times. And, you know, and this was the first summer where I would have to, you know, it would be more evident because she, I'd spend more time with her. Last summer, I was still with my ex and we were just separated, but at least we were you know, my daughter was still with both of us, but this was the first summer where it was, we were totally separated and divorced. So, uh, I've started, this summer I started to bring her around the things that really, really were important to me. You know, I, I always hoped that, you know, I was always in charge of taking her to school and doing all her school projects with her and her extracurricular activities after school. Could, and I always thought, you know, I hope that's what Laney receives. Like, you know, my dad is always there, that he's always at all my things. He goes to my jogathons and he cheers for me and he watches me in my plays I do at school and he's always there. And that was what I hoped that she would see, you know? But in the summertime, you don't have that. There are no plays for me to show support. So, you know, it was a challenge for me to, to figure, you know, how to, you know, strengthen, like, the bond that I have with her, you know. Um, and so I started thinking, like, you know, I'm going to bring her around a lot of the nerdy stuff that I am into, the conventions and... The things, the comic books that I I read and the video games that I play and things like that. And even to the point where she sat in on a couple of podcasts that I had with the other podcast that I do called uh, Nordy Nerd um, and see if she'd be into it. And, you know, if it was just boring to her, but I, I started to notice that she would ask me questions about it and she would look forward to new conventions and, you know, in, with what I do, the other, with the other podcast and it's given me the opportunity to experience a lot of different p- conventions. Like one convention would be anime, so it would just be all about anime, basically, and one time it would be about Legos and so it would just be all about Legos and you'd see all these interesting like displays of Legos and uh, there would be just another convention would be about video games and it's just a way to just gauge like what she would be into, what what she would catch on to. And after the last convention I went to with her, a Lego convention. She said to me like Dad, we should really get Legos so we can build it together. And I thought like, oh my gosh, she might have something here, you know. This is something we can do together. But actually, you know what? I'm gonna rewind that a little bit. There is something else that we were into before that. And it was these little things, these little Disney figurines called Sumsums, but they're like the mystery packs. And I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's, like, these little, like, Disney characters, but they come with accessories. Like, for example, if you had, like, Simba from Lion King, you would get him, and it would come with him, and he's on top of, like, a little mountain, and it's like an iconic, like, little scene that it, it's from the Lion King movie. It's a little miniature figurine. You open up the pack, you don't know what you're going to get, and it might be Simba, or it might be Captain Hook, and... That Captain Hook has like little figurines that's on top of a school, like school mountain or something, or that clock. So we started hunting these things down. And this is actually actually introduced by Venus. She's the one who actually introduced this little toy collection thing to us. And I noticed my daughter was started really getting into it. She's like, you know, we should really try to hunt for these and let's find different stores to find these. And you know, when you're a parent and you find something like that that your kid is into, you have to stick with it. You have to You have to foster it, you know? And so we would hunt and we'd make these little videos on Facebook of us opening it and the mystery of it and just our reactions when we opened it. And she loved it. Like, you know, just... She called it an adventure, and I remember the first time we did that, before bed, I told her you have to go to bed, you know, one time it was like late, and I told her you have to go to bed, and she turned to me before she went to bed and was like, Dad, I love our little adventures, I love you, and then she fell asleep, and it really hit me hard, man. You know, I mean, I really don't know what my ex does with her to bond, you know. I never asked my daughter that. All I can do is find those things that me and her can share together. And I know it's all the nerdy things. It's the collecting of toys, and now it's the Legos, and some some hunts now. And it just... I hear her sometimes talking about it to her friends that she's met over the summer, and the joy she has in her voice, and it—it it just brings me so much happiness to hear it. You know, it was that worry I had ever since she that, that she was a baby when I thought she hated me, <laughs> to that scene where I'm standing in my SpongeBob pajamas and my, you know she's crying for hours and I don't know what to do. To where she is now, where she looks forward to the adventures. I mean, recently we went to a media day for an event called Marvel Universe Live. And she got to see stunts and demos of actual performers. And she met the director of the actual show. And she sees what I do and how I have to interact and have to... Ask questions to learn more about things, and then I'm, she sees me write using the you know my computer. And it, one thing that really really got me was she came with, while we were at the event. She came up to me and said, "I have a question that I want to ask the lady who is in charge of the costumes." And I was like, "Well, go ahead, baby. Like, go ahead and do it." And so I filmed it. And she looked just like a reporter. Like I could see that whatever she saw, whatever I do, whenever I come up to people and ask some questions and I dive into whatever they're doing and I want to learn more about what they're doing and then I report it to a podcast or I, I could see that she was copying me. And she stood there she had her hands crossed and she was listening intently and she was nodding with every thing the lady who was in charge of wardrobe was saying. And i like, oh my God, that's me. And it was just, I mean, I, it was so rewarding to see that. You know, when your child like knows what you do and takes an interest in what you do and tries to mimic it. And they're into it, like now that she's into the superhero thing, I mean we and her geek out together on those things. She looks forward to different conventions that we go to and and today was a big step, actually. She saw me playing World of Warcraft, which is a game that I just restarted playing. I used to be real big into it. I started to just play it again, and she saw me playing it. She started asking questions, and and now she's playing it. I don't know if I'm going to regret showing that game to her because that game is a huge time sink, and it can be extremely distracting. But um, That's just another thing that she's taking from me is the love of video games, and so I can see my influence. And I hope that she sees that. You know, when I'm long gone, I really hope that she sees that. Like, I shared this with my father. I shared this time at conventions, and I shared the weird adventures of driving from city to city, trying to find these little Disney characters. I hope she remembers that. I hope she remembers the the funny times we have at conventions. You know, one thing that... I absolutely love is my daughter if I come into a room and she's in the room and I just start dancing in place I just start dancing whatever she's doing in that room playing video games or whatever she'll stop and she'll start dancing wherever she's sitting too I just think it's the cutest thing and I just hope that never goes away I know that She, she is my everything, you know? I, 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 and I know that in a couple of days I'm gonna take her to her first day of school. I'm gonna see her walk into that classroom and she's gonna turn around and wave bye to me. And I'm gonna watch her and make sure she gets into the classroom safely. I'm going to do the same thing that I do every single first day of school when she gets there. I'm going to walk to my car. I'm going to sit in my car and cry. It's it's happening too fast. She's growing too fast. I appreciate if you listen to this episode. I apologize if it's really (coughs) low, because it's really late. My voice isn't fully back yet. It's been gone for a week. But thank you for listening. Again, these episodes are very personal and, and, and different from what the other episodes sound like. And they're always usually by myself. But I appreciate it if you have listened to it.